with Manami Matsume and Takahiro Itsutani. Thank you very much. Arigatou gozaimasu. Arigatou gozaimasu. Konnichiwa. Arigatou gozaimasu. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I'm also here with Alexander Aniel, who's kind of to translate. He's also part of the music label Brave Wave Productions. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Are you both Brave Wave? Yes. Brave Wave Productions. Yes. yes. Co-founded. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Manami, yes. how does it feel... So, Mega Man, and I just, I was doing the Cutman theme before. How's it feel that a song from decades ago is still relevant today? Like from 30 years ago? I started gaming. Yeah, when I was making music for the original Mega Man, I had no intention of making something that people would be listening to all this time later. So, I think as a composer, for me, it's quite an honor. Uh, to, to have people listen to music e- even after all this time. And do you have a favorite tune? Yeah, so I mean, I, I like all the music that I've created, and it's, it's like you, having my own children. You can't really pick favorites.、Um, but if I had to choose something of a particular level of significance, I would say it was the first song that. I ever got、uh, the green light for, and that would have been、uh, Cutman for the、uh, original Mega Man, which is a, a very important piece that I've made. What about yourself, Utitani san?、Uh, so,、uh, I'm going to talk about that kind of topic in my session、uh, tomorrow. That's、uh, uh, the song、uh, Full Circle. That is a song for Metal Gear Solid 4. Was, that was my most memorable work in my entire career as a video game、uh, composer. So、uh, it was very tough work for me at, the moment,、uh, at that time. So, because、uh, there was a song for some cutscene of Metal Gear Solid 4, it was very, t- very difficult kind of work for me. But I、uh, successfully made a Very kind of、uh, the, the good music for that, yeah. So that was my most memorable experience as a video game composer. And the song is also the, uh, my uh, like, uh, honorable uh, work for me.、Yeah. So I'm just going to ask about Super Smash Brothers. So Mega Man, Smash Brothers, Bayonetta, Smash Brothers, Snake. Uh, Smash Brothers.、Um, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight in Smash Brothers. So, how's it feel?、Um, not so much the characters, but you know, the music, the themes itself. You know, having said a Cutman cut theme in Smash or the Bayonetta themes in Smash, like, how's that feel for you? Super Smash Brothers. Well, they haven't played Smash Brothers themselves.、Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she was saying、um, it's an honor to have my music、mm-hmm. in. Super Smash Brothers, yeah.、Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I, I haven't arranged any new tracks for it or anything like that. I see.、Yeah. And I don't think that my song、uh, was included in the Smash Brothers, I think. So, we can check. Yeah, so、uh, we haven't checked about that. So, but maybe, so, yeah, it, <laughs> if I, my song will be included, it's very honorable for me, yeah. So I really want to 
uh, listen to that song. But I uh, I haven't uh, listened to the song in the Smash Brothers yet, so that's my um, really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I have my Switch Lite in my bag as well. Okay. And we can you can we can uh, use the, the the music selection page screen. I'll be back. At this point, Alex has taken a break from translating and has taken his Nintendo Switch Lite out and is just checking Super Smash Bros. Ultimate to see which music from Bayonetta, Metal Gear Solid, and Mega Man are in the game. So now, Takahiro Itutani-san will be translating a little bit for Manami Matsumai. Can you explain, say, your composition mm. process mm. for when you're working mm. on a game? The usual working process of making music, right? Yes. Okay. So first, I play acoustic guitar at first to make melody. So in my mind, so so uh, when I uh, want to make some music or song, so uh, some the particle or the some uh, small part of a melody or chord or something is in my mind and in my brain. So I have to extract the part of the music from my mind by using acoustic guitar. So that is very effective for me. So and after this I uh, programming, I made a programming uh, in my DAW, like uh, Logic or, and uh, so that is, uh, I'm using a very simple uh, piano sound for that. And I completed every note and uh, chord progression or something. And after that, I replaced the uh, piano sound to the uh, another kind of instrument sound. So it is very uh, my typical process of making music. Piano de rough na kanji de. The first at first uh, she plays piano, so randomly uh, to make a new idea. And uh, if can, she can uh, pick up some uh, new idea and a uh, very good melody or something, so. She changed the chord progression with the same melody, and uh, so that will be also the, the inspiring uh, process of making a new uh, melody or something. So, and this, this, uh, she accumulates the, the small thing, like uh, such a process of making music, and finally that will be uh, completed as a song. Yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah. Okay, so we got the switch slide saying which songs are in Mega Man. Yes. <laughs> この曲のリミックスやりますね。えっと、トラックのサウンドトラックメインイベント。あ、メニューで聞けるんだ。はい。いろんなアレンジもあるんですね。うん。他社によるアレンジ。そうか。これも増えてるの。うん。全曲かな
theme melody for the building, uh, and uh, every composer have to include uh, in so any situations so the melody in their music. So in my case, so I made a cut scene music like uh, like uh, I told you uh, in the last yes. session. So uh, like a narrative scene. I added, added my music to explain some, some specific situation. In that kind of uh, situation, uh, so I used a lot of different type of the theme melody. So sometimes I played it in a, uh, like a piano melody, or sometimes I uh, used a cinematic string sound or something. And uh, so yeah, so that was always the, every kind of uh, like a theme melody was connected to the character's feeling or situation or the atmosphere or something. So yeah, that was very important in the building of the project. Mm. Yeah. Do you like look at the character, so you know Bayonetta with like the four guns and yeah, the yeah, way yeah. he's dressed, like, so you see Bayonetta and then you come up with the music like that or is it more about the personality rather than how Bayonetta looks? Uh, okay, so basically the personality is more important than the like a gun thing or weapon kind of things, yeah. So because uh, in my case, my, wor uh, my work at Bayonetta is uh, how to explain the situation of narrative. So. In that case, so uh, the character's feeling or personality is more important than the, the like a uh, weapon kind of things. Yeah, but sometimes I add some crash sound or the machine sound uh, in a even in a cutscene music. So, so that is also effective to explain the how the situation is very devastating mm. or something. Yeah, that's amazing. So you go from Mega Man One to Mega Man. 10, what was the difference between composing for Magmat 1 and Magmat 10? Yeah, there isn't actually a huge difference between having composed for Mega Man 1 and having composed for Mega Man 10 because, I mean, with, with Mega Man 10, uh, the, 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 the game's designer, you know, told me to make music that was reminiscent of what I did uh, in the past. Uh, and they wanted it to be kind of a retro th throwback. So the actual production process was quite similar between the two games, and there wasn't really a huge difference that I could point out. But, say, the technology would have been a lot different as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, now that you mention it, um, when, when I was working on the, the NES game, uh, I had to learn how to program so that the uh, notes for the songs that I made could be converted into uh, numeric, numerical uh, programming figures that, that can then output the sound. But with Mega Man 10, yeah, uh, I just I used my uh, software and I just used uh, NES sound library. In terms of making 10, I just made it sound like the old NES games. But it was a lot easier to work on that than to uh, obviously you know, work on the NES game itself. How did you start to get to work on Shovel Knight and how did you uh, compose uh, the music? How did you approach that? Was it similar to Mega Man? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I had no idea who Yacht Club was uh, before I uh, met them, but basically I found out from Brave Wave's, uh, I guess, chairman or creative director, Mohammed, that uh, they were a company that was making a game called Shovel Knight and that I would be a good match for it. So he asked me if I could work on it, and uh, I decided to. 
do the music, do some of the music for it. Uh, so questions for both of you. Do you often play the games uh, that you that you score, or do you not, or you don't usually do it? Okay, I don't play video games so much. I uh, sometimes play video games, but uh, uh, in my opinion, the creating video game music and playing video game music is uh, playing video game is uh, has no uh, like uh, no relation, no relation. I think so. So if you want to uh, make some video game music, you uh, you don't have to be involved in uh, largely or uh, strongly to the video game. Uh, playing, that's my opinion. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm basically I'm really really addicted to video games. So maybe ten years ago or fifteen years ago, <laughs> I was playing Biohazard or Silent Hill or such a the amazing Japanese horror type of video game. That was very addicting. So, uh, so at the time, I uh, I can't uh, work anymore because <laughs> of a video game. So. I intentionally uh, move away, uh, stay away from video game playing to make music for video game. Right. So you haven't really played, say, Metal Gear Solid 4 or Bayonetta 1 or 2. You haven't really had time to play those games yourself. I, I never played Bayonetta, so, so I really, really uh, watched the Bayonetta scene, actually, at, uh, in the uh, process of making music. So so, uh, so I don't want to see any more. So, Bayonetta is more enough for me. So, so and uh, so that, uh, for that reason, and uh, so I, I already so uh, playing video game is not uh, has a relation with uh, making music for video games. That's my philosophy. When I worked at Capcom back in the day, uh, I, I actually had to do some game testing. Uh, or bug testing rather and some of the things that I was looking out for back in the day were the balance between the sound effects and the actual music itself so I, I, did, end, I did end up playing the games that uh, I worked on but nowadays uh, I don't uh, get to I don't get I don't have as much opportunity to play the games that I work on and you know I'm not really actually that good at action games or platformers and there are times when I'm unable to make it far enough into the game to even you know make it to the stage that I actually compose for. So usually I have to uh, ask someone else to get there for me. Um, so nowadays I'm usually just sending the music over and that's it without really playing through all of uh, what I worked on previously. Can you tell me about uh, Brave Wave Productions, why you started it and why you joined mm-hmm. and you're part of it too, uh, well, uh, Alex? Yeah, um, it's a video game-based music label. Uh, we work on new video game soundtracks. We release CDs and vinyl records, and we attend events. Uh, occasionally, we do performances uh, all around the world. We're based in Tokyo. Yeah. And uh, how, did you, how did you join? Okay, so I found uh, Mohammed's account uh, on LinkedIn page. So... Uh, Happened to find, uh, happened to find his uh, page, and uh, so I was very impressed with his activity. Uh, so making uh, old video game uh, Japanese video game composers soundtrack. So I was very impressed with his activity, and uh, I sent his mess uh, him a message, a really uh, very simple message. So I'm really impressed with your activity. So 
if I work with uh, you uh, in the future, I will be very happy. That's all. So that's uh, after that he replied me. So yeah, so uh, he was also willing uh, to work with me. Okay, th that's uh, uh, the first time so that I uh, met with Mohammed. Yeah, that was the online communication. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so you were just talking before. So Bayonetta three, mm. are you composing? I, I can't say anything about that. So because <laughs> <laughs> there is a kind of NDA, like a non-disclosure agreement. So agreement, yeah. yeah. So if I were be involved in that, so I can't say anything about that. Yeah. Um, so just a quick question for you, um, Alexander Annual. Yeah. Um, so can you? So you go all around the world. Are there any similar events around the world that are like high school? In terms of like music or yeah, music and games, is there similar events, events to this one? Uh, there's. In terms of like having talks specifically, I would say Magfest in the U.S. Mm. is very similar. I mean, that, that, that's a very big event, and they have like performances mm -hmm. and a bunch of other things going on. But there are opportunities to talk about uh, games at panel discussions mm -hmm. or talk sessions. Uh, a lot of them can be quite educational. Um, I would also say maybe GDC in the States is another big one. Uh, and there are a lot of audio-focused sessions uh, at you know, events like that. But yeah, high score, it's impressive how, you know, despite the, the modest scale, it seems very focused on the idea of making music, yeah. especially for video games. Okay, thank you for having me today. Uh, my name is Takahiro Izutani, uh, co-composer of Bayonetta or uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I'm having a good opportunity uh, in Australia, Melbourne, so thank you for listening to the uh, program today. Thank you so much. I'm Takahiro Izutani. You're listening to Play Your One.